One of my favorite ways to invest is real estate, but not everyone wants to handle tenants and toilets. Enter Fundrise. They make it easy to invest in real estate with their flagship fund. Now, as always, you always have to carefully consider the investment objectives and risks of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. But right now, demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. And the Fundrise flagship fund plans on going on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes with just as little as $10 by visiting fundrise.com slash PFP. As always, carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at fundrise.com slash PFP. That's fundrise.com slash PFP. This is a paid advertisement. Spring is a great time of year to do some cleaning around the house and clean up your finances. And something else that you can do for your family this spring is shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses, things like mortgage payments, credit card payments, car loans, or even college costs. I have a wife and two kids, with a third on the way, by the way, and business partners that all depend depend on my income. So I needed life insurance and Policy Genius made that so incredibly easy. And with Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. So save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you can save. That's policygenius.com. On this episode of the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to talk about growing your net worth versus growing your income. Which one should you focus on? What's crackalacking, everybody, and welcome to the Personal Finance Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, founder of MasterMoney.co, and today on the Personal Finance Podcast, we're going to be talking about growing your net worth versus growing your income. Which one should you focus on? If you have any questions, hit us up on Instagram or TikTok at MasterMoneyCo, and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to the podcast too. And if you want to help out the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I can't thank you guys enough for leaving those five-star ratings and reviews. They help tremendously so that we could spread this message to other people on how to build wealth. And if you think someone would benefit from this podcast, share it with a friend, share it with a family member. Then every time we release a new episode, you guys can high-five and say, hey, there's a new episode out. But In all reality, I appreciate each and every single one of you for sharing those as well. Now, we just launched the Master Money Newsletter. We are getting awesome feedback on the Master Money Newsletter. The content's going to be different than the podcast here. It's a little more lighthearted. We try to have fun with it on the Master Money Newsletter. We throw out jokes and memes and all that kind of stuff as well. So if you're interested in that, we will link it down below as well so that you can check that out. And to make sure you stay tuned because Index Fund Pro is coming. It's our Investing for Beginners course. It's coming very soon. So make sure you check that out. The people on the newsletter will hear about it first. 
before everybody else. So I'm so excited to release that to you guys soon, and it should be out very soon here. So today, we are going to be talking about growing your net worth versus growing your income. Which one should you focus on? And this is a very important thing to think through because a lot of this has to do with money psychology, but in addition, a lot of this has to do with what are you actively pursuing when it comes to building wealth? Because which one you go after depends on a couple of things. One of which, it matters what stage of your wealth building career you're in. Because if you pursue one, say for example, you pursue your net worth, but you don't have a high enough income, then it's going to be very hard to grow your net worth. Whereas if you pursue that income, then maybe you can grow your net worth a little bit faster. In addition, it depends on your age. If you're just starting out, the same things qualify to see which one you focus on. So I'm going to break this down today to tell you which one you should focus on long-term and in the short-term, depending on your situation, how should you approach this? Because when it comes to building wealth, the two fastest ways to get there is growing your income and net worth, which is why we focus so much time on this podcast on that side of the equation. You notice we don't talk about penny pinching. We don't talk about clipping coupons. We don't talk about how you can save $5 here and $5 there. Why? Because those problems are not going to help you build wealth over time. What those things are going to do is take your time away from the things that actually matter. And we want you to focus on $30,000 problems instead of focusing on $3 problems. And this is incredibly important to understand because if you have never thought about it this way, a lot of people teach money and they teach about money on how you can save on your lattes every single day and how you can cut back when you go out to eat at restaurants with a coupon. And sure, those things are fine if you have access to them and you like doing that stuff. If you like to save a couple of bucks, there's nothing wrong with that. Your boy loves saving a couple of bucks. But at the same time, focusing your time on that is a complete waste of time because All you have to do is make one choice, one $30,000 choice per year, and you blow all of those decisions out of the water. And in addition, what happens if you focus your time on some of those things? It's going to bog down the capacity you have to focus on the $30,000 decisions. So making sure that you focus on the right things is powerful. This is why we want to talk about this today, because these are two of the very most important things that you want to focus on, and you got to figure out which one I need to be doing right now. You should always be focusing on one or the other. Always, always, always be focusing on one or the other, either your net worth, your income, or both. So today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay out the framework on how you need to think about this. So first of all, if you're brand new to this, what is net worth? What is income? Net worth is your assets minus your liabilities. So you take all your assets, anything from a rental property, your stocks, your house, anything that has value, and you subtract it from your liabilities, any debts that you have. So say you have credit card debt, or you have student loan debt, all of those things, or a mortgage, or a car loan, all of those get subtracted from the amount to find your net worth. Now, if you're just starting out in life, maybe you have some student loans, you might have a negative net worth. In fact, The average net worth by age, if you look at it, we just did a YouTube video on this, and we'll probably do a podcast on it as well. The average net worth by age for people in their 20s is actually a negative net worth. And that's one of the things that we want to try to help you fix here, because the biggest thing that helped me in my 20s, especially my early 20s, was reversing that number. We all, A lot of people start with a negative net worth because of student loans. A lot of people take out student loans. The cost of student education is rising. So most people actually start with a negative net worth. And that is one thing that we want to solve here. So cracking that so that you can flip the script as fast as you possibly can is going to help you build wealth that much faster. Now, how do you calculate income? So income is something where you calculate, yes, your W-2 income that you make at your job. But in addition, if you have any cash flowing assets, 
you also calculate that. Now, you notice I'm saying cash flowing assets. I'm not saying appreciating assets. Those are two different things. If your house that you live in appreciates $30,000 for the last three years, I'm not counting that as income. The reason why is that is not predictable. What is predictable is the cash flow you make from a rental property. So deciphering between those two things is something you definitely want to do. If you just have an asset of stocks that appreciate and you have assets of your personal residence and you have your W-2 income, then I would just qualify your W-2 income for this purpose, the purpose that we are utilizing it for today. Obviously, your net worth is increasing by utilizing those other things, but your income is not increasing. Now, if you're heavy into dividend stocks and you're collecting high dividends, I would consider those dividends and income as well because it's a cash-flowing asset. So those are some of the things just to consider, but your income is not just your W-2 income. So just think through that as we go through this exercise. That's the quick easy way to understand it. If you want to know the deep dive of how to calculate your net worth, we have an episode on that. We will link up in the show notes down below on how to calculate your net worth. We have an entire episode dedicated just to that and why net worth is so important. And we'll talk about some more on why net worth is important today, but that episode covers it in the entire episode. So now let's jump into the income side of the equation. All right. So we're jumping into the income side of the equation. And this is something that you definitely want to think through depending on what stage of life you're in. So early in life, or if you're early in your financial journey, you need to focus on growing your income. Let me explain why. Number one is if you can grow your income early, you can grow your net worth that much faster. So the faster you grow your income, the more dollars that you can start to put towards things that are going to help you build up your net worth. And the main purpose of growing your income, the real reason why you need to be growing your income, and I need you to hear this, is not to buy more stuff. It's not to buy the Lamborghini. It's not to buy the massive house. Sure, that is absolutely amazing, and you can definitely do that once you get your wealth to a certain point. But when you are just starting out, and let's say, for example, you get major income bumps because you listen to your boy and you're understanding how to grow your income, and you start to get major income bumps, and then you spend all those income bumps on things that do not help you grow your net worth, you are in the same exact position as when you started when you make $30,000 a year graduating college. You need to take those extra dollars and put them towards activities that help you grow your net worth. Doing this early and often can help you grow a massive portfolio, and it's actually going to help you grow your income even more, and it's going to help you grow your net worth at the same time. So doing this early, when you're young, when you're not making a lot of money, when you have a negative net worth is something that's going to solve a lot of your problems. Growing your income solves a lot of problems early on. Now, it doesn't solve problems for the long term if you spend it all, but it solves a lot of problems early on. The second reason is the math to your first 100K is very clear. And if you haven't heard our episode where we talk about why your first 100K is the hardest and the math behind it, we will link it up down below so you can check it out. But I'm also going to give you a quick synopsis of it. But you should deep dive into that because to fully understand it, you got to listen to that episode. The quick synopsis is that your savings rate early on is the catapult to building wealth because compound interest has, does not have enough dollars there to really kick in. Now, do all of these accounts need to be in one big account so that you can grow it faster? No, that's not how compound interest works. The way compound interest works is that if you had three separate accounts and we're investing in, say, a Roth IRA, a standard brokerage account, and your 401k, it's going to compound the same if they're separated out from the three accounts. It does not compound more if your money is combined together. And we'll do an episode on this. I have one that's coming up where we're going to show you exactly how this works. But just know this now. It does not grow faster if you combine them all together in one account, mathematically. But what you need to do is you need to get to that first 100K as fast as you can. Why? Because once you have $100,000, which can be spread out across accounts, it could be in one account, it doesn't matter. 
But once you have that first $100,000, then your money starts to accelerate a little more. Now, $100,000 isn't a magic number, but it starts to accelerate more. And that's a perfect goal to get started with. So you need to get your net worth to that point. How do you do that? Well, growing your income because your savings rate is the majority in the early phase because compound interest isn't working. Growing that income is going to be something that is really going to get you there. Because the more income that you have, the faster you can get to that point so that your wealth can start to grow. And as your wealth starts to grow, it's going to spit off cash and it's going to grow for you. You don't have to do the work to grow it. It's actually going to grow without you lifting a finger, depending on what types of assets that you invest in, which is why we love stocks so much, because you don't have to lift a finger. I love diversifying into stocks and real estate. That's the two things that I love to invest in. And by doing that, You allow your money to start working for you and grow so that you don't have to focus so much time on your income and hustling and putting that sweat in and having to do all of those things. Number three, if you can create more income early, it gives you more options to grow your wealth. So what does this mean? A lot of people who don't make a lot of money early on, they have to focus on maybe one asset that they can invest in. Because if you start investing in real estate and you have no money, it becomes very difficult to focus on growing your income, focusing on that real estate asset, because usually if you don't have any money, you need a partner to do this. And so you're putting in all the sweat equity and all the time. But growing your income allows you opportunity to invest in all sorts of things. You can invest in boring businesses, like we talked to Cody Sanchez on this podcast. You can invest in farmland. You can invest in real estate. You can invest in the market with more dollars so it can compound faster. There's so many different things that you can do if you grow your income that's going to allow you to have more investment opportunity and diversify your portfolio even more. You can even put a higher number into crypto or anything like that where it's speculative. Number four, growing your income early is going to help you get about 10x ahead because people who grow their income, it allows them to get their dollars starting to work for them earlier. And what I mean by that is the dollars that are in your 20s, for example, the earliest point in your journey that you're in right now, you can't get any younger. So the earliest point in your journey that you're in right now, those dollars are the most valuable dollars that you will ever invest. As time goes on, those dollars do not grow as much as they do today. So dollars that you invest 10 years from now will not compound as fast as the dollars that you invested today. Keep that in your mind as you make purchasing decisions. Because if you're making a major purchasing decision and you realize if I get these dollars invested, I don't have a ton of dependents around me. Maybe you're not married. Maybe you're married or you're not married. You don't have kids. You don't have a lot of dependents around you. Well, investing those dollars early on while it's just you is going to be very powerful for your life. And understanding how powerful it can be is something where we actually break this down in Index Fund Pro when it comes out. You're going to see this broken down where I'm going to talk about a lot early on in the course on how impactful it is to invest your dollars. The reason why I talk about it so much is because it's one of the most motivating things you can ever see. We have multiple lessons on just this because it shows you if I invest this amount of money early on, it grows to this amount of money. And I'm talking about just a couple hundred dollars a month grows to millions of dollars if you can do it right. So this is one of the most motivating, powerful things that you can do with your dollars. Number five, Growing your income early, and this is one people don't talk about, but it's actually a real thing. I've experienced this throughout my younger years, and it's a very real thing. And some people may push back on this, but I'm just showing you how people are. This is the money psychology of most people, is that growing your income early allows you to get some of the stuff that you want so you can focus on your net worth later. What does that mean? That means it helps you buy some stuff to get it out of your system. You need to buy some stuff to get it out of your system. If you're always thinking about, oh, what if I got this fancy car? What if I got this fancy house? What if I got this fancy boat? It doesn't matter what it is. Sometimes you have to buy the thing to realize it's not everything it's all cut out to be. What really matters and what 
a lot of people find out over time is what they want is they want their time and they want their time back so they don't have to slave away at a job every single day. So they need to grow their income so they can grow their net worth so they don't have to slave away at that job every single day. And so sometimes you just got to get it out of your system. You're not going to really know until you experience it. And most people have to experience it first. Now, one caveat to this is some people experience it and it's not fulfilling but psychologically, they just want more. So they think the next thing is going to get fulfill them. And the next thing, and the thing after that. And that's not the case. That's not what actually happens. So you got to make sure that when you do this, you understand that I'm trying to figure out what's good for me and what's not good for me. And so growing your income allows you to have some of those things and allows you to see what's it like to have this fancy thing. And does it actually fulfill me? Does it bring me joy? Or is it just an extra thing that I have to impress other people? And so you try to figure that out. What do you value more? Your time and experiences in allowing yourself to do whatever you want with that time, or do you value stuff? And so it helps you get it out of your system a little bit. And then number six is your income allows you to create an investment buffer. So having an investment buffer early on, if you don't know what an investment buffer is, it's when you get some extra cash into your investments so that when a downturn comes and there's a pullback, you're not as worried about it because the amount that you have in your investments is significant enough to get you closer to your financial independence number. So it allows you to get more dollars in there early and often so that you have some extra cash available that you can invest or so that you have some extra investments available in case of a downturn so you don't have to be drawing down your investments all the time. So these are some of the things that early and often you want to be growing your income because of. But there are some downsides to your income. Things like your income is taxed like crazy. And we're going to talk more about this when we get in the net worth side. But your W-2 income is one of the least efficient ways to make money. It is one of the worst ways to make money tax-wise. You're getting taxed out the wazoo when it comes to your W-2 income. In addition, number two, a downside to your income is you can't control the outcome because unless you're making money at your own job and giving yourself a W-2, you can't control, which most likely you're not if you own the company, you can't control the outcome of what's going to happen. So if you work for a corporate company or you work for a blue-collar company, it doesn't matter what you're doing. You could get a new boss that doesn't like you. The company could get sold. A department could get shut down. The company could go bankrupt. There's a number of different things that could be happening when you can't control the outcome. So that's another downside to your W-2 income. And then the third downside is sooner or later, you're not going to want to work anymore. It always happens to everybody. Unless you're doing something you absolutely love. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to want to stop doing this, helping people build wealth. But at the same time, a lot of people get to the point where they're not going to continue to work on what they want to be working on. So thinking through how you want to handle that is why for the majority of your life, once you grow your income, you want to focus on growing your net worth. So let's get into why you want to grow your net worth. Now is a great time of year to get your finances in order. And no matter what your financial goals are this year, when you use Chime's online checking account, you can cross all those financial to-dos off your list. Chime's online checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-fee overdraft up to $200. Plus, get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go 24-7. And you get access to over 60,000 ATMs. So start building your credit and open a Chime checking account with at least $200 qualifying direct deposit to get started. Get started at Chime.com PFP. That's Chime.com PFP. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcorp Bank, NA, or Stride Bank, NA, members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. 
One of the hardest things about managing your money is figuring out where it's all going. And most of us are trying to save for several goals at once, which can feel like a daunting task to see if you're on track or even on pace to accomplishing your goals. But there is a tool that makes it so much easier and it's called Monarch Money. They help you track your money flow without taking a ton of time and energy. And Monarch has built-in features to collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor. And you can invite them with an extra account with their own login at no extra cost to collaborate with you. And Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can create custom budgets, set notifications, and you can set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications. And after trying Monarch for myself, I understand why it's a top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash PFP. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash PFP for your extended 30-day free trial. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. And if you need to hire, you need Indeed because Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. And they have a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash personal finance. Just go to indeed.com slash personal finance right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash personal finance. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The key to winning in any business is making sure you have the right business partner. An example is Procter & Gamble or Ben & Jerry. But what about the perfect partners when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million dollars stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. And most people know one of your biggest struggles when it comes to starting an online business is finding new customers and Shopify can help you do that. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. So sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash PFP, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash PFP now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash PFP. All right, so here is why you should focus on growing your net worth more over time. Your net worth is something where I have spent a lot of time as of late focusing on growing my net worth. And by doing this, you truly become and start to build wealth. Because here's one thing I want people to understand is if you never heard our episode called Rich vs. Wealthy, Rich vs. Wealthy breaks this down in a deep dive. But what it talks about is that Rich people have a high income, but they spend all their income. Wealthy people have a high net worth and they have a lot of time. So depending on which one you want to have, if you want to make a lot of money, that's completely fine. But putting it towards your net worth and building your net worth is how you go from being rich to being wealthy. And you want to become wealthy because wealth 
allows you freedom of time, freedom of your energy. It allows you to own businesses. It allows you to own real estate. It allows you to own all of these different things, but still have freedom with your time. And so you're making a lot more when you're wealthy and you have a lot more time when you're wealthy. So just relying on your income, you want to focus and shift your mindset towards the majority going towards your net worth as you start to build that wealth up, as that income starts to rise. And you don't have to have a crazy high income. As long as you have a long time horizon, you can still become very wealthy. I believe anybody in this world can build wealth. That is the mission of this podcast is to teach people that. And so understanding that early on and starting to get those dollars working for you is how you get to this point. But the first reason is because you have a much higher feeling of security with your net worth than your income. Like we talked about, your income could go away at any point in time. Your income could absolutely disappear. And this is one of the best benefits to having a really high net worth. Because all of a sudden, when you have a really high net worth, you have what we call FU money. Meaning that if somebody wants you to do something, you don't have to do it because you have a high net worth and you could walk away from that job at any point in time. You have enough money there to cover you for life. And so having that high feeling of security is one of the best parts of building wealth. Because guess what? Once you achieve this point, money stress pretty much goes away for the most part. Unless you're starting to invest in some aggressive businesses and doing a bunch of other things, for the most part, your personal net worth, especially if it's invested in specific investments, is something that has a much lower stress level. Imagine not ever having to stress about money again. A couple of things do that. Having a nice, fat, juicy emergency fund does that. And in addition, having your investments in place and having a high net worth. Because having those two things allows you to not have to think and worry and stress and be anxious about money. That is one of the best things that having a big net worth does, is it allows you to have that feeling of security. So there's a very freeing feeling about spending money produced by your principal and being able to spend those dollars that your dollars are producing where you don't have to work too much anymore. Number two, when you have a high net worth, there's a lot less temptation to have to go blow it all away. Because when you have a high net worth, you're living off that income, you're living off those assets. And so the last thing you want to do is you did all this work to build it up here is go back to having to earn a W2 income again, to go back to a traditional job. So what you're doing here is you are, in essence, much less tempted to go out and just blow money on anything. So this is something that A lot of people over time will realize, and once you get that time freedom, once you get that freedom of time, you don't ever want to lose it. You don't ever want to lose your time. So making sure that you don't blow it by spending too much money is something that will help you over time. So this is a great benefit to building up that net worth. Number three, this is a very big one, is the government goes after your income, not your net worth. So we briefly just touched on this, but your income is taxed at a much higher rate than your investments are. There's a reason why high net worth individuals like to get as much dollars as possible into businesses, into real estate, and into stock investments. Now, short-term investors within the stock market get taxed very high. Long-term investors within the stock market get taxed very low. We have a tax episode on how your investments are taxed coming out, so make sure you're subscribed to check that out. But how your investments are taxed is significantly lower than you earning an income. Now, The light bulb that needs to go off here, if you didn't know this, is something that's going to absolutely change your life because the more dollars that you get into your investments, the less dollars you have going to Uncle Sam. This is just another added benefit to investing your money. For example, if you're a long-term investor, long-term capital gains are minimal in comparison to the taxes on your income. So for example, depending on what your tax bracket is on long-term capital gains, you're going to be taxed between zero, 
15% or 20% of your income. It depends on where your tax bracket is. If you're in a low income tax bracket, you're going to be taxed 0% on your investment gains. And in addition, investments also have things like the 401k, the Roth IRA that allows you to forego taxes. You don't have to pay taxes on certain income that comes your way. Real estate. Why do you think billionaires shelter so much money in real estate? And why do you think 90% of millionaires put money into real estate? The reason why is there's a number of tax benefits, and it's a tax shelter for a lot of people. So investing those dollars into those investments means that your net worth is growing and you're not getting taxed as much. So meaning your net worth is going to grow even faster by doing that. So the more dollars you get in there, the better off you are going to be with your net worth. Number four, another reason to do this is the child tax credit. So you've seen people before where they fraudulently claim children on their tax return so that they can get more money back. Well, as you start to make more money, the child tax credit actually phases out. And the threshold for married couples is 55,000 bucks filing separately and 75,000 for single head of household, 110,000 for married couples filing jointly. And for every $1,000 of income above your threshold, your child tax credit is reduced by $50. So if you have kids and you have a high net worth, your child tax credit is not phased out because it's not a W-2 income that you have coming in depending on the type of asset that you're living off of. But as your income rises, if you're relying on only your income, your child tax credit could be phased out, which is a significant amount of money every single year, depending on how many kids you have. The fifth reason is you're building true wealth. When you focus on just making money every single month or every single year, chances are you're going to be more short-sighted than a person who generates wealth through equity in a business. Meaning a lot of people who earn a high income, the reason why they spend all their money is because they're short-sighted and they think that income is never going to run out. Please remember this if you take nothing away from this episode. It will always run out at some point in time. Over time, your income will go down, will go lower. So you have to prepare for your financial future by investing those dollars. And if you're short-sighted because your income is high right now, you need to protect yourself with assets. And this is one of the keys that you need to understand, especially for high-income earners. Number six, your net worth is more concealable. What do I mean by this? It is much harder for people to understand how wealthy you actually are. If you're the type of person who doesn't like this out in the open and doesn't like for people to know how wealthy you are, it is much easier to conceal your net worth than your income. So you can spread your net worth across all different types of investments. You can spread it across all various things. And if you're really worried about people figuring out how much you're worth or how much you're making and all that stuff, well, your net worth is a very easy way to hide it, to spread it across things because people will look you up and people will try to figure this out. And so if you're worried about that, it's another amazing way to conceal how much you're worth. Number six, your net worth requires more knowledge. So not everybody can achieve this. Not everybody can achieve a high net worth unless they have the knowledge, which is why this podcast was created, because we're trying to spread this knowledge to as many people as possible. You have to have a higher level of financial acumen to actually get to some of these levels of net worth. Otherwise, most people, and you can see this for people who comment on videos on YouTube or TikTok or whatever else, most people have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to money. And this is the saddest thing that can happen because what we want to do is change that. But most people literally have no idea and they are absolutely sure of themselves. You have to have some sort of a financial acumen to actually build up your net worth. And so by doing this, by understanding how money works and understanding what you need to focus on is going to allow you to grow it that much faster. So here's really what I want you to understand with this episode. In the short run, if you are just getting started by growing your income is something you definitely want to focus on and then taking those extra dollars and putting them towards your net worth so that it can grow over time is incredibly powerful. As you start to progress and as you get older, 
What you want to do is you want to make sure that you are focusing the majority of your time on growing that net worth and getting that net worth and that nest egg as big as possible because that is how you build generational wealth and your net worth is what you can pass down to generations. But in addition, your net worth is your safety net and what keeps you safe and allows you to live the life that you want. Your net worth is what is going to get you to that point, specifically outside of your personal residence. Now, your personal residence truly is a whole other story. It's obviously included in your net worth, but you want the majority of it to not be in your personal residence. This is one key that you need to understand because your personal residence, I hate to break it to you, is not a very good investment. It's a great thing to have for lifestyle, for your family, for your household, for everything you want in life. It gives you joy. It gives you fulfillment. Absolutely. All of those things are absolutely true. I own my residence. I've always owned my residence. But at the same time, your personal residence is not a good investment. So what I'm talking about here with net worth, your personal residence is included, but I want you to focus on getting the majority of it outside of your personal residence and getting it into assets that either cash flow or assets that appreciate over time, meaning stocks, bonds, real estate, businesses. All of these things are going to help you grow your net worth and help you provide a bulletproof safety net. This is how you bulletproof your finances is growing that net worth over time and focusing your time on doing that. So grow that income early, make that income grow over time, and then put those extra dollars towards your net worth. Now, if you're spending too much as you grow your income, you're going to have to cut back a little bit. We have an episode coming out very soon on how to do this step-by-step, how to cut back on your expenses, and how to do it in a way that's not very painful. So if you are doing that, make sure that you understand that as well so that you can get every extra dollar you need into your net worth. If you guys have any questions, make sure you hit me up. Instagram, TikTok, at Master Money Co. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player you love listening to this podcast to. And thank you so much for leaving those five-star rating reviews. And if you haven't done so yet, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen. Grab the Master Money newsletter down below. We got a bunch of great tips coming out for next week. In addition, make sure you're getting ready because Index Fund Pro is coming. And one thing I didn't mention, while I'll mention at the end here, we're also going to have coaching released. So you're going to actually be able to talk to me one-on-one with coaching. That's going to be released with mastermoney.co when the website releases in September. So that's also going to be available to you if you want to check that out. Um, So just be on the lookout for that newsletter, folks. You guys will get the notification on that first. So make sure you are checking that out. Thank you guys so much. We will see you on the next episode. Everyone's heard the saying, you have to spend money to make money. But everything in life, from travel to starting a business, is expensive, which is why I want to tell you about a new podcast I love that will teach you all the tactics, tricks, and tips you need to upgrade your life, money, and even travel, all while spending less and saving more. It's called All the Hacks, and it's a top-ranked show hosted by my good friend Chris Hutchins a financial optimizer, an entrepreneur who's racked up millions of points, and he sold two companies. And if you want to rethink the way you're spending money, you have to check out the episode 91 with Bill Perkins and why you should be optimizing for net fulfillment and not net worth and striving to die with zero. All the Hacks has something for everyone, and I'm sure you'll find a new tactic that you can apply to your own life, whether it's a money hack that increases your net worth or a routine change that boosts your productivity. So check out All the Hacks. That's All the Hacks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wallet will thank you later.